today on Transforming Lives. You see, prior to Jesus cleansing the temple, the blind and the lame were not being healed. Because the temple now had become what changed to a den of thieves. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. He said, Jesus said, we have made it a den of thieves, or they have made it a den of thieves. So when you, when you change the focus and start focusing on other things, and sometimes it may, be, it, it may seem good focusing on programs, focusing on, on this other thing or that other thing, and you take your eyes off what it is that Jesus has called the church to do, it, the church becomes a den of thieves. And we need to be careful. God wants us to look at the spiritual condition of our lives and of the church and trust him to allow his plan and his purposes. We need to go back to the basics, so to speak. The purpose of the church is not to become a merchandise center or to become a program center or to, to, to become uh, um, so, so um, caught up in things that we are not focusing on reaching the lost, healing the sick, and ministering to those who desire God's grace and God's blessing. You see, sometimes as believers, we make it difficult for the unbelievers to come to the church because we have all of our own hang-ups and we put so many obstacles before people to, for them to come. But we need to be like Jesus. The Bible says Jesus was a friend of sinners. Jesus reached out to those who, who were considered outcasts. He ministered unto them. And he reached out to them and he allowed God to touch their lives. Amen. We need to take out all of those things that hinder. Amen. We need to make sure that our relationships, that the love of God is flowing from our heart, that the Holy Spirit has freedom to flow in and through our lives so that people can be healed, saved, and delivered. We need to allow God to do his work. The church should become a house of prayer, a place of intercession, a place of healing, a place where people needs can be met, where people can come and experience the supernatural power of the living God. That's what the church is all about, that people can come and be accepted. They don't have to worry and think that when they come in, they will not be accepted. Jesus accepts all of us, and he wants us to change. He doesn't uh, um, keep us in our sin. He, he accepts us, and then he changes us, us up from the inside out. And that's how we should be. Amen. Notice the Bible says, the Bible referred to in this passage that we read in Ezekiel. He said there will be many fish. How many fishermen go to fish and when he catches the fish, he cleans the fish before he catches the fish. Nobody cleans the fish before you catch the fish. You have to catch the fish first. You catch the fish with everything that the fish has. 
Amen. And we are sometimes we want to clean the fish before we catch the fish. Amen. God is not like that. God wants the fish just the way it is. Amen. And as long as we live in this world, people have hang-ups. And so we need to reach out and show them the love of God. Amen. There are three stories in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 15, that talks about a lost sheep, a lost coin, and a lost son. Amen. And those three stories talk Jesus, when Jesus shared those stories, he talked about those stories, he talked about how it is important to share the gospel. Concerning the lost sheep, Jesus said, that if you have, if a man have a hundred sheep and one is missing, he leaves the ninety and nine and go after the one. That is so important. You may think that, well, I have ninety and nine, one is insignificant, so I can forget it. But he said, no, he leaves the ninety and nine and pursue the one. So what Jesus is saying, everyone is as important to him as uh, um, something he Jesus is uh, 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 was showing us the important importance of one soul. Jesus was saying that if ninety and nine are still uh, are faithful, the one way war we need to pursue. Amen. That's why he's saying that's how important he said concerning the lost coin. He said the woman swept the entire time looking for that one coin. Amen. What, what, what is he saying? That means you will not allow situation and circumstances to rob you of that which you have. You will pursue that which God has put in your possession to keep. And you will be diligent to keep it. And then the lost son, the Bible tells us about the father love. For even the wayward son who spent all of his money, who, who wasted it, the father ran to the son and was looking out and, and brought the son and restored the son. He didn't ask the son to repent, but he brought the son. He restored him, gave him back his sonship, gave him back the robe of righteousness, gave him back, gave him, uh, 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 celebrated him with a party. Even though the son had disobeyed the father, used all of the resources, in fact, when the, when the son said to the father, give me my, my share of, of the property uh, that you have for me, what the son was saying, I'd rather that you die now and I receive that which I need to have. Now, think about what you, for your son to say that to you. I wish you were dead because I need my resources right now. That's what that son said to the father. And the father did not argue, did not quarrel. Did not make a fuss of it. He gave it, to, gave it to him because he knew that no matter whatever you have, when the son turned around and recognized that he was he had been wayward. He didn't, in fact, when you look at the and read the story, the son did not even repent. He said, I want to be a servant. He didn't say, well, uh, uh, father, forgive me. He said, uh, uh, make me one of your servants. And the Bible is telling, is telling us that God, this, the father reached out and restored the son, even though the son had done all of that. How many of us would be willing to restore? Amen. That's what God wants us to do. The church should be a center of healing, allowing the power of the Holy Spirit to permeate our lives so that God's will and God's plan can be done. The third reason why the church should be a a, a, a place of healing or a center of healing is because God is a healing God. 
Say it with me. Say God is a healing God. The Bible tells us from cover to cover, the word of God reveals that God is alive and God is still healing the sick today. God is still in the healing business. God is still manifesting himself. He is still reaching out the divine plan of redemption brought about the total restoration of people. Healing, deliverance, salvation, and all of that, God is still healing. There are many teachings in the body of Christ today that talks about healing is not for today. But none of those teachings can substantiate the fact that God is not healing today. All of those things people try to minimize. Some of them say that healing stopped after the apostle, the last apostle was uh, died. Um, God has stopped healing. And they, they, they make all kinds of excuses concerning what God, concerning the gifts of the Spirit, the working of miracles, and, and all of the different things. And they, they fail to realize that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And in fact, even now, God is still manifesting himself because over and over we have shared with you here how people have been healed, delivered, and set free. And God is still doing it now. Regardless of sin, regardless of pain, regardless of disease, regardless of uh, 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 death within the world, God is still healing. Regardless of our current level of experience, regardless of what the church is concerned about, God is still healing. Amen. Regardless of our unbelief or regardless of our well intention, God is still healing today. You see, it doesn't matter whether or not you have faith or you do not have faith. God is the same. He said, I do not change. I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. We need not to bring our, 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 our relationship or our experience or bring God's word down to our experience. We need to trust God and lift up our faith and believe that God is still working. He is still alive today and he's still bringing things. The word of God is infallible. The Bible says the word of God can be trusted. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not pass away. And we can trust God. Amen. Whether you choose to believe in divine healing or you choose not to believe in divine healing, it doesn't matter. God still heals today. I read a story of a man, um, two men that were in the hospital. And um, one of them was um, by the window or what... Uh, um, uh, um, what they consider what uh, at first it, he was on one side and the other man was on on the other side and so this man who was closer to the wall um, or, 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 the, or the window so to speak um, will describe to his friend concerning the beauty of um the, uh, 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 what he was seeing, and he was describing how the, 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 the flowers and the birds and the trees, how beautiful it was. And he would, over and over, he would describe it 
to his friend, and both of them were in a hospital, and he was describing, and his friend was so fascinated that he would describe so vividly. And so after a while, uh, uh, the, the, the man who was at the window passed away. And so this other man who was not by the window told the nurses that he wanted to go by the window where this man was so that he can be able to see the beauty and see all of the different things. And so when he went, when they changed his bed and put his bed there, he realized when he turned and looked, he realized there was not a window, but there was a, a wall. And so he got concerned. He said, where is the window? Because my friend was telling me about all the beauty and all the things. Why is the window? What happened to the window? And the nurse said to him, no, there's no window there. He said, the person who were by the, I mean, the wall, he was blind. And so what he was experiencing, I mean, sharing with you, is what he was seeing in his mind's eye. You see, the man who was sharing the, the beauty looked at things and was able to see beyond his own need and could see the possibility of what God was able to produce. And many times, sometimes we bring our lives down to uh, um, unbelief and allow situations and circumstances to weigh us down that we fail to realize that God is a good God. We need to trust Him. We need to choose to believe that God is faithful and that God is alive. The Bible tells us, Paul said it this way. He said, uh, uh, for what shall we say? If some does not believe, I mean, do not believe, shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? God forbid. Yea, let God be true, and every person a liar. Romans chapter three, verse three and four. Amen. So no matter what we 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 face, we need to believe the word of God. We need to get in the word of God and believe that what God has spoken, God is able to believe, I mean to bring to pass. We can trust God, we can believe God, we can stand on our faith, we can take steps of faith, and we can pray and believe and ask God to make our lives uh, 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 um, allow the river of God to flow in and through our lives so that people can experience the grace and the power of God. We cannot uh, um, sit back and allow circumstances to hinder us. We can trust God. You see, God is, God has been, and God will always be a healing God. Wherever the presence of God is, the healing power of God is there. Wherever the Spirit of God is, the healing power of God is there. The Bible shares us a, a story in Luke chapter 5, uh, uh, verse 17. Jesus was in Peter's house. And the Bible says that all the scribes and the Pharisees were there. And the, the people came from all over the place. It was part. It was the, the same time that the, the four uh, friends carried a friend. The Bible, but the Bible gave us a story in, in Luke, uh, Luke chapter 5, verse 17. The Bible says, And it came to pass on a certain day that as Jesus was teaching, and there were Pharisees and the doctors of the law sitting by, which had come from every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of God 
was present to heal. Say the power of God was present to heal. You see, because Jesus was there, God was there, and his power was present to heal. Oh, may it be said of us that because we are somewhere, God's presence and God's power is available to heal. And I'm saying to you right now, even those of you who are streaming with us, the presence of God is power is right where you are and God is here ready to heal right now. We can believe God and we can trust him. It does not matter what you face. We need to get rid of the doubt. We need to get rid of the unbelief. We need to get rid of those uh, uh, um, bad teaching uh, 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 and unscriptural teaching or, 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 or excuses and believe God's word. Because his power is present to him. Last but not the least, why is the, the last reason why the church is God's uh, uh, center for healing is because the church is God's solution. So we are God's solution for the world, for the ills of the world. God has made it. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And when Jesus was going, Back to heaven, he's seated at the right hand of God, the Father right now. And when Jesus was going, he said to, to the disciples and he said to us, he said, as the Father sent me, I'm sending you. With the same anointing, the same grace, the same power, we are God's solution. We are God's answer. We are God's hand. We are God's mouth. We are God's feet. We are the one who will allow the love of God to flow to the lives of people. And God wants us to pull down the principalities and powers and uh, allow his grace and his power to go. When Jesus said to the disciples and gave the commission to us, he said, all power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Amen. You go. Amen. In Mark chapter 16, Jesus said, and these signs shall follow those who believe. Notice he did not say these signs will follow the pastors or the apostles or the, the doctors or the teachers. He said they will follow those who believe. If you are a believer, then the signs and healing will follow you. Deliverance will follow you. Uh, um, uh, victory will follow you. Authority over darkness will follow you. Over the works of darkness will follow you. You just have to trust God. And allow him to work in and through you. The power of God is present. One of the mistakes that most of the time we make is that we are not sure where sickness and disease come from. And we'll share with you concerning the true source of sickness and disease. Because I want to let you know that God does not put sickness and disease on people. Sickness and disease is not from God. Amen. God made us and he caused our bodies to heal itself. And God wants us because everywhere Jesus went, everyone who went to Jesus, every person who were brought to Jesus, Jesus healed them. Amen. And so if Jesus will heal them and Jesus was revealing to us the will of God, we should recognize that sickness and disease is not from God. Amen. And we should be, we, we should, we, we should uh, 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 hit sickness and disease just the same way Jesus did. Because everywhere he went, he healed those who were oppressed. 
In fact, he said it this way. He said, the, the Spirit of God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to speak deliverance to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those that are bruised, and to declare the acceptable year of the Lord. And Matthew said, when they brought to him all those who were demon-possessed and sick, he healed them all and cast out the spirits with his word, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah, that Jesus himself took our infirmities or our sicknesses and our diseases and uh, uh, um, deliver us by his stripes. We are healed. Amen. I want to, 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 to challenge us. Let's stand. And I, I want us to pray. I want to challenge you to believe God to be your instrument, to, uh, uh, the center for God's healing power. Allow God to work in you. Allow his power to work in you. Um, allow the rest of God, that the, the grace of God, the love of God to flow through you. Allow the Holy Spirit, ask him, say, Holy Spirit, come, touch my life and flow through me so that my life can be a center of healing. Let's just take a few minutes now and talk to God. Hallelujah. And let's believe God. Let's talk to Him. Hallelujah. Father, we pr thank You. We thank You, Lord, for, for the river, the river of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, flow in our lives. Flow in this church. Flow and let the power of God radiate from this place and, and saturate everyone who come into this place and permeate the lives in this community so that they will recognize that you are God and besides you there is no other. We trust, O oh God, that we allow the river to flow through us. Flow through us, Holy Ghost. Flow through us. Touch the lives of people. Let them experience your love. Let them experience your grace. Let them experience your power. Let them know that you are a good God, a healing God, a delivering God, a faithful God. Hallelujah. Amen. For those of you who are watching and streaming with us, if you uh, do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and I want to let you know that God loves you and he has a wonderful plan for your life. He wants you to come and be his child. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died. And if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then I want to pray with you. And if you can pray this simple prayer with me, Jesus will come into your heart and make you his own. Let's pray together. Church, join us. Say this with me. Say, Jesus, I confess that I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross for my sin. Come into my heart and forgive me of my sin. I make you my Lord right now. Amen. Friend, if you said that prayer, then Jesus, you are born again. Jesus is your Lord. And I will want you to write to us or to text us or send us an email so that we can be able to send you some material that will help you grow in your spiritual world. You can email us at PastorOB at BetterVA.com or Admin at BetterVA.com or you can mail us a letter or you can go to our, any one of our social media and send us a chat or a text amen so that we can exp uh, um, send you information that will help you grow 
Amen. I want to just release the power of God right now because this is a healing center. And as we teach this on this series, I want you to believe. My purpose for this series is not just so that you can be healed, but I, you will be healed and you will be a channel of God's healing power also to others. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, if you are sick in your body, just put your hands on your heart and we will just pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I release the power of God right now. Let your Holy Spirit, let the river of God touch the lives of people. You know where they are. Every sickness and every disease. Yes, the anointing of God is right now. It's here. You may feel heat. You may feel a tinkling. You may feel the power of God upon you right now. In the name of Jesus, I release the power of God over your life. Now, sickness and disease, go. Arthritis, go. Pain, go. Blindness, go. Cancer, go. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I release the healing power from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I command you to be healed now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please let us know. We want to celebrate with you. Let us know concerning your testimony that God has done in your life. Amen. The Bible says they overcame with the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Amen. Praise God. We want to go ahead and receive communion. Just for come. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm -hmm.